Welcome to The Word from Bethlehem Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Abigail Zhang Hoffman. And I'm Pastor Amy Walter-Peterson. Thanks for dwelling in The Word with us today. If you have been listening to the last few weeks of the podcast, you know that we have been working our way through the fifth chapter of Matthew's Gospel, where Jesus delivers what is often called his Sermon on the Mount. Today's reading is going to begin with what was the end of last week's reading, and it will continue into the beginning part of this week's reading. So from Matthew's Gospel, the fifth chapter, beginning with the 17th verse, the 17th verse. Jesus said, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter, will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great. In the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, you shall not murder, and whoever murders shall be liable to judgment. But I say to you that if you are angry with a brother or sister, you will be liable to judgment. And if you insult a brother or sister, you will be liable to the council. And if you say, you fool, you will be liable to the hell of fire. So when you are offering your gift at the altar, if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First, be reconciled to your brother or sister, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are on the way to court with him, or your accuser may hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Truly, I tell you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Last May, Pastor Hoffman and I laid out a vision for Bethlehem's future, and we called that vision Building Lasting Community That Follows Jesus. It was a vision that was grounded in the stories we had been hearing as part of Bethlehem's 100th anniversary and hearing about our congregation's history. It was a vision grounded in the ways that Jesus calls us together to be his living body in the world. It was a vision that centers community, not me or not Pastor Hoffman or not you who are listening or not any one individual. And since that initial sermon, we have tried to expound more on what this vision means and what it doesn't mean through a number of different podcasts. At church here at Bethlehem, we had a recent council retreat that was spent exploring more about that vision, building lasting community that follows Jesus, and trying to discern what would that look like in our midst. And we had an opportunity this morning following worship to share a little bit about what we talked about as part of that council retreat. But at the time we laid out this vision in our sermon in May, 
Pastor Hoffman and I were not thinking about Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, but we could have been. Because at the heart of Jesus' sermon is a vision of building a lasting and a flourishing community. In today's gospel, Jesus outlines the law in the very simplest form. You shall not murder. Now, I'm guessing that whoever is listening to this knows what that means in its purest form. No homicide. No killing one another. But here's the thing. Jesus knows that community does not flourish when we simply refrain from inflicting violence on one another. Community flourishes when anger finds productive expression and is not allowed to fester and lead to rage-filled outbursts or violence or become abusive or grow hate. Community flourishes not when we simply avoid conflict, but when we address the differences that will naturally arise when two or more are gathered. Community flourishes when we acknowledge the differences that we have, differences of opinion, differences of approach, differences of worldview. Community flourishes when we see that people who we don't understand and may even fear or question, bear the same likeness of God that we do. Community flourishes, and we choose life when we see that God's law, in this case, you shall not murder, not as the most egregious behavior to avoid, but as the lens through which we allow all of our behavior to be shaped through the example of Christ's love. In writing about today's gospel reading, Debbie Thomas, who's a theologian, reminds us that in his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus isn't admonishing individuals. He is calling forth a new community, a blessed community, a beloved community, a community meant to initiate a radical way of doing life on the earth. A community Jesus trusts will follow in his footsteps and incarnate divine love to a world hungry for hope and healing, a community that bravely seeks to build trust and compassion. When Pastor Hoffman and I talk about building lasting community that follows Jesus, we are not talking about something that we do as pastors or even something that we do as a church. And we're not just talking about what God is doing in this community of faith, we're talking about what God is doing in us and through all people, building us into a body that is about more than our individual wants and desires, building us into a community that, as we heard in last week's podcast, acts as salt and light for the world, a community that shares freely, a community that embodies the fullness of God's love for the world a community that does not remain indifferent and is not disconnected from others' stories and sorrows, a community that pays attention to the hurts and sorrows of people around the world, people who are suffering from an earthquake in Syria and Turkey, people who are living the ravages of war in the Ukraine, people in Russia who are longing to get away from a government that is forcing them to fight a war that they do not believe in, 
people in other parts of the world who are suffering from climate change or famine or any other number of disasters that inflict them. We can be participants in this work of building community. We can allow ourselves to learn new ways of being together, or we can resist that work and defy the ways that God is trying to shape us into something new. When we allow ourselves to be built and formed and shaped in this way, we begin to glimpse the human flourishing that God intends for us. Building a lasting community that follows Jesus is not fundamentally our vision, but God's vision for us and for all people. It's a vision grounded in God's love for us and God's love for the world. And it's a vision when embraced and nurtured and when risked gives life. And so here is to you experiencing that this flourishing life and community that God intends for you. And in the places where you see and experience that community come to life, thanks be to God. Will you share those signs with us so that we can see them, we can celebrate them along with you, and we can even learn from those communities so that we can be more of that in this place. Have a great week. We hope you've been fed by the word this week. Don't miss an episode. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And share your feedback with us at the word at blcfairport.org. And if you'd like to learn more about Bethlehem Lutheran Church or support the ministry we share, including this podcast, please visit www.blcfairport.org.